at SFM Radio and at Stephen Grutus on Twitter. Well, a lot going on around BRICS. We get a political view uh, when Orbit Bapella becomes available for us. He is, of course, a Deputy Minister. Other issues coming out of the BRICS summit in the last couple of days. Yesterday, the Energy Minister, Greta Mantasha, said that we can learn from Russia if we want to extend the life of our coal-fired power stations. He says their technology is stronger than anywhere else in the world. He also says we can learn from China about renewable energy. We've already signed some agreements with China that will see them helping us with solar panels and things like that to alleviate load shedding. I think China, I read somewhere this morning, builds eight out of every ten solar panels in the world are made in China. Professor Hartmut Winkler is a professor of physics at the University of Johannesburg. Professor Winkler, good morning. Thanks for your time. Good morning. Mantashe's comment about Russian technology extending the life of coal-fired power plants, is it really possible to extend their life much more? Some of them are very, very old now. Uh, Yes, well, I suppose even with an old car, you can keep on going, but how much is it going to cost you and how much is it going to break down again? It doesn't seem to be like the kind of solution that we should be aiming for in the long term. 40 years is what they built for. And that's when you normally, unless there's, there's a specific reason, you would probably shut them off. And uh, I think most of the, these older plants are, are, are just not really performing up to scratch anymore. So we can't switch them off immediately, of course. Uh, we need to first to have something else in place. But uh, yeah, that's where the, the Chinese come in, I suppose, although they don't have the full solution either. Uh, China is very strong in the renewable space. You see it in China. You see it also in their production Mm -hmm. of solar panels. How important are they for us in this space? I mean, they're probably Mm -hmm. the country to talk to if you want more solar panels. Uh, yes, well, what they've managed to do in the in the last couple of years is, is astonished virtually that everybody else in the world. They've they've really shown what can be done if you if you, in a very systematic uh, manner, try and and push for it, uh, as many solar and wind installations as you can. They have, by the way, also uh, worked on other types of power sources. But uh, in in the in the solar and wind, they've they've really been. Uh, incredible. The amount of, of uh, solar power, for example, they've got installed right now, it's it's something of almost 100 times as much as we have installed in this country. So that's that's enormous. And that's all been done in the last few years. And they have plans. They had a, a 2030 target, which they, they're they probably going to meet uh, in 2025. So they're very fast. Uh, they, yes, and they produce their own panels. So um, they've got all that uh, lined up. And I think that's a kind of thing that uh, that uh, Minister Ramokopa is, is 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 hoping to see here, is uh, some sort of extra dynamism. Uh, to, yes, to make more panels available because if we are going to build lots of solar plants here, that is a one bottleneck. We've experienced it earlier this year as well when a lot of uh, domestic homeowners wanted to go on onto solar. Uh, the panels weren't coming into the country fast enough. And I, th- I always thought that was one thing that a minister probably could do is to try and facilitate some sort of a trade agreement that would make it easier to get uh, lots of panels in here. And, and maybe he's, he's succeeded on, on that front. So there are a couple of things to this. So if China's done this so quickly, it's produced all of these sonar panels and it has the capacity to keep producing them. And it probably, if I was the Chinese uh, economic development minister, I don't know if they have such a thing, but that equivalent, I would probably want to keep those factories going. They employ people. They also have a youth unemployment problem in China. So I'd want to keep that production going. And we're a great client, right? We need them. We're very keen. Um, That's the one thing. On the other side, we had, I think, at one point, two solar panel factories here in South Africa. I think that might just be one. The last I heard, there might be none. I don't know. But if I was our Minister Mm. of Economic Development, I'd want to build them here. Yes, yes, that's that's clearly what they they would be hoping for, and, and people are only going to do that 
uh, if uh, the government adopts a stable strategy of sustained uh, uh, building of those, because yes, that, that's exactly what happened. It was a, a, there was a wind. Uh, a, a plant which manufactured wind blades in, in, in Cape Town, that went under because uh, in, in, uh, in 2015, they just stopped building those uh, those farms. So uh, the, whoever invests in the country wants to be sure that over the next 10, 15 years, there's going to be this steady uh, demand for for the, these panels. So I think that what they're wanting to hear, the Chinese, before they really were to come in here on a big scale, uh, is, is exactly that. Otherwise, yes, you're quite right. They, it's, of course, China's not doing it because, uh, because of philanthropy. They, they're looking after their own industry. Uh, at the rate at which they've been uh, getting uh, a power installation in their country, they're soon going to have everything they need, and then they're going to need to, uh, to look at other markets. So they, I'm sure they're looking into the future. There's probably also the aspect of just solidifying uh, uh, mutual co cooperation. I'm sure that's also why they they publicising this now during during Brexit. It, it makes it look like it's a, it's a massive achievement of BRICS. But I think this would have happened regardless of whether South Africa was in BRICS or not. So much changing so quickly, Professor Hartmut Winkler. Thank you very much indeed, Professor of Physics at the University of Johannesburg. Quarter past seven, the time you were there, SAFM.